free fries when you get vaccinated? Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this, the delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this. If this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> um, um, yeah, get vaccinated. Um, 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 uh. What is this? Whose line is it anyway? Saturday Night Live? Like, we're living in a real-life comedy show, and our politicians are the clowns. <laughs> Holy shit. What's up, everybody? Late night show here. It's Thursday, May 13th. A lot of y'all will be probably watching this on Friday morning. But we've got some heavy-hitting stories to talk about in this one here today. We've got huge news on the audit. GOP leadership is absolutely crumbling, and it's beautiful to see. We have a full-on war on cryptocurrency, like back-to-back-to-back FUD stories. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That's FUD, and it's just back-to-back-to-back. It does not seem like a coincidence that that's happening. And then we've got a lot of stories on the scamdemic and these vaccines to talk about as well. So we're going to get to all of that right after the intro. All right, guys, first order of business, we're getting into the audit. So shout out to the Gateway Pundit. They've been a great resource following all the information about the election fraud and the audits exposing the election fraud as well. So they published this piece late last night, breaking Maricopa County elections officials deleted entire database from the voting machines. When inspectors received the boxes of ballots where the audit was being performed, the tamper-proof tape was cut on the boxes and the number of ballots inside the boxes was not the same as what was reported by the county reporter and what was turned over to the Senate did not line up. This was such breaking news that the president of the Arizona Senate, Karen Fan, wrote a letter to the chairman, Chairman Sellers, of the Maricopa County Board there, demanding answers. And this has set off an absolute firestorm today. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors called an emergency meeting tonight following the release of that particular letter that revealed databases were erased from the voting machines. So shit's hitting the fan there in Maricopa County. President Donald Trump even put out a statement this afternoon talking about this devastating letter from Arizona Senate President Karen Fan, and discussing how the fake news and lamestream media are doing everything they can to not cover this major story. And not just did we get a statement from Trump, but we got a statement from Dominion Voting Systems themselves slamming this forensic audit, of course calling it a conspiracy theory and stating that the company Dominion Voting Systems will not release the passwords to Maricopa voting machines. The passwords, remember that the administrators there, the County Board of Supervisors in Maricopa County should have had, but they didn't have those passwords. We learned those passwords were kept with the contractors, i.e. Dominion Voting. So that means... Did 
the Maricopa County local government there even control the audit? Or was the audit controlled by the freaking voting tabulation company? Like, this is just absolutely a joke. It is mind-blowing how obvious the election fraud is, yet how blinded so many people are because they believe these absolute lying scoundrel idiots. But good news is the election fraud is so obvious. So it's so easy to red pill people, talk to people about it, bring facts to the table and show how they are wrong if they don't believe that the 2020 election was stolen. And on that same note, we have the GOP leadership, the so-called Republican leadership absolutely crumbling right now because they won't admit there were all sorts of irregularities or fraud in the 2020 election. Liz Cheney is one of those people. House Republicans voted to oust her the other day, and she threw an absolute bitch fit temper tantrum about it, saying that she's going to do everything she can to be one of the leaders in the fight to help restore the party. And she also said that Trump is going to unravel democracy to come back into power. And the most hilarious thing about this is that the Washington Post ran a cover story today essentially supporting Liz Cheney and calling all of the claims against her, again, my conspiracy theories, their new boogeyman. So we, you know when the Washington Post is getting behind Republicans, well, it's just two wings on the same bird, two shoes on the same corrupt person. Like left wing, right wing, it doesn't matter at all. It just comes down to lying scoundrels and people who actually want the truth. This is why I don't do the left wing, right wing, conservative, liberal label thing, because that's just more groupthink. And the top of the power structure in both parties are completely compromised. Not just Liz Cheney, but more GOP leadership showing their true colors, their clown colors. This here is Kevin McCarthy. So... Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, both of them, met with Joe Biden at the White House yesterday. And right after this meeting, Kevin McCarthy told the cameras that literally, quote, he doesn't think anybody is questioning the legitimacy of the presidential election. I don't know if you could make a more stupid statement there, Kevin McCarthy, but it is fantastic that so many people who call themselves conservatives out there, are waking up to the fact that the GOP party has just been totally infiltrated to screw them just as much as the Democrat party has been infiltrated to screw people who identify with that left wing. So that would not have happened if Trump actually would have officially won the election like he should have. But, you know, we were told sometimes you have to show people, you can't just tell people. So with this election essentially getting stolen, they let Joe Biden into office. Well, now, you know, the last four or five months have been an absolute shitstorm and a shitstorm so obvious that even the most normie of the normies out there cannot deny it. Next up, let's go through a uh, few stories that have come out the past couple of days about officials and both current and former officials, plus retired admirals and military generals, all making public politicized statements. A couple of these, not too surprising. A couple of them, awesome to see. And 
pretty surprising as well. So we'll start with current officials from Joe Biden's administration testified in front of Congress yesterday. That is Joe Biden's attorney general, Merrick Garland, whoever that is, and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, whoever that is. You know, when it comes to Joe Biden's officials, nobody knows who the heck they are, even though everybody knew who Trump's officials were. Just shows you how many people actually care about this Biden administration. But anyway, there was a hearing in front of Congress yesterday, and these two individuals told senators that the greatest domestic threat facing the United States right now comes from violent extremism and white supremacy. What absolute garbage. Garbage that, of course, the fake news lamestream media is trying to use to their advantage. But, of course, these days, less and less people every single day believe the crap that's coming from places like the New York Times and CNN. So what's that really going to do? Next up, let's talk about a former administration official, this being Trump's Pentagon chief, Chris Miller. Remember, he was there as Secretary of Defense, acting Secretary of Defense during the last few months of Trump's first-term presidency. And he also testified in front of some senators yesterday. And Chris Miller said that he believes there was a organized conspiracy with assault elements in place that orchestrated the events that happened on the Capitol on January 6th. Now, the interesting thing about this is that, of course, he was very vague with his statements, but when he made those statements, it absolutely angered a lot of the Democrats there that were questioning him, and they started trying to throw him under the bus. They started trying to roast him, and some Republicans at this panel, at this hearing, had to try to keep the peace, basically, and stop the Democrats from trying to take it to Chris Miller. So I think Chris Miller was breaking away from what a lot of people expected him to do. They expected him to throw Trump under the bus and turn on him. But it doesn't sound like Chris Miller did that. In fact, it sounds like Chris Miller is sort of alluding to those organized conspiracy assault elements, right, as being something like Antifa insurgency people. That might be why some of those Congress folks got so mad. So big news there from Chris Miller. Very big statements that he made. I don't know if a lot of people really grasped what he said they assumed Chris Miller was throwing Trump under the bus, but when you read between the lines, not so much. And lastly here, let's talk about 120 retired generals and admirals that all signed an open letter that was released yesterday questioning Biden's mental and physical health, and not just that, but also backed the election fraud claims. This was an absolutely massive letter. This is it right here. They called themselves Flag Officers for America. And they released this great letter talking about how America is sliding into socialism, into Marxism, into communism. We're losing our constitutional republic. We're losing our free and open society. We're losing our right to vote in this country. Incredible letter. And then all the names here, a couple of which you might be familiar with, uh, Thomas McInerney is on here, and a lot of other names as well. Very courageous people, which normally retired generals and admirals, people in the military in general, do not politicize themselves or use 
their name and rank to make political statements. It's just something they don't normally do, which they even said in this letter. We don't normally do this, but the situation in this country is so dire that we need to do this. So huge right there. Now let's move on into our next topic. This is the war on cryptocurrency. Crazy, crazy things happened over the last 48 hours. It was like back-to-back-to-back stories coming out that just tanked the markets, that caused a lot of that FUD, as they call it, F-U-D, fear, uncertainty, and doubt in people's minds. And it truly looks like this is a war on cryptocurrency. The fact that all these stories came out back-to-back-to-back I mean, what a coincidence. It looks organized. And then when you add in the, uh, when you connect the dot of one of the individuals at the World Economic Forum talking to, who was it, Warren Buffett a week or two back, calling Bitcoin despicable, like he hated Bitcoin. Clearly the elites on this planet do not want a decentralized value exchange system being used by the people to free themselves, you know, from our central bank, centralized financial system overlords. So let's go into some of these stories and we'll talk about it in brief. Number one, this happened yesterday. Elon Musk, Elon Musk. Quite frankly, as more and more time goes by, I can't stand this dude. So Elon Musk released a tweet on his Twitter account saying that Tesla is no longer going to be accepting payments in Bitcoin for their cars because of, I shit you not, climate change. More climate change. What an absolute joke. Elon Musk even tweeted today as well that he totally supports a carbon tax. Uh, there's, there's so many things to say to this. So number one, if we're going to talk about environmental impact, Elon Musk is still throwing all his weight behind Dogecoin, another coin that takes energy to mine, just like Bitcoin. And in the grand scheme of things, let's compare all the energy used for our central bank fiat systems versus cryptocurrency. I don't I don't think there's really a comparison there. Honestly, I think there's a lot more energy used to keep the fiat printing press going, the centralized systems going, than the decentralized systems. And not just that, but... How much mining has to take place for all the lithium used in Tesla batteries and all the other metals and components used on green systems, such as electric cars like Tesla's? A lot, a lot of energy and resources have to go into these so-called green energy systems. So what an absolute garbage tweet. Honestly, I would not be surprised if Elon Musk sold some Bitcoin before he made those tweets because he knew the market would tank. Like, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And funny enough, while we're on the topic of Dogecoin, one of the co-founders from Dogecoin today tweeted about how he thinks Elon Musk is a completely selfish grifter. So the whole crypto world is not happy with Musk right now. They're really not. That wasn't the only story we got. We also got this, Bloomberg claimed today, I repeat, claimed, alleged, working keywords right there, that the colonial pipeline that was hacked was uh, essentially taken for ransom 
and the hackers demanded $5 million in Bitcoin, which Colonial Pipeline apparently paid to get their facilities turned back on. That was the story that was told to us, and this was another one of those stories that made the markets go a little bit lower. I wouldn't be surprised if that was completely made up. You know, remember, the CIA, the deep staters, they have tools to hack networks and make it look like it was another, a total separate organization, separate group, basically digital false flag hacking. We found out about this in WikiLeaks Vault 7 releases, if you remember those. They stated how the CIA can hack networks and make it look like some other organization like Russia or China or somebody else did it, right? I wouldn't be surprised if that happened here. And this is just some cover story to put the pressure on cryptocurrency. Not going to lie. You know, there's just so many weird, mysterious things in regards to this Colonial Pipeline story. And the fact that cryptocurrency is involved coincidentally the same days as all these other stories are breaking. I don't know, man. I don't know. And then the last story here that we have on cryptocurrency is the fact that Binance is reportedly under investigation by the IRS and DOJ. Binance is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world. So this was also reported by Bloomberg. So I don't know if Bloomberg's just getting their marching orders, their talking points from the CIA or the shadow government to put all this stuff out. But again, this is all within just 24 hours. Elon Musk, Colonial Pipeline, Binance under investigation by the DOJ and IRS. It, it truly looks like it's a war on cryptocurrency, everybody. And all the shillage that's going on out there that I'm seeing on Telegram and the other social media apps confusing people when it comes to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies and whatnot, XRP too, you know. <laughs> it's weird to see. It's really weird to see. Just saying. So there's a lot of weird stuff going on against the crypto. And we'll finish up with two more topics here. Number one being the border wall. It was announced that the Army Corps of Engineers is going to resume construction of the border wall there in the Rio Grande Valley. They're going to start it in six weeks because of the crisis there along the border. The crisis that, of course, the fake news media doesn't want to admit, but it's such a crisis that they are literally restarting the freaking border wall. And again, another proof that we have to be shown. We can't just be told. Sometimes to see the light, you have to walk through the darkness, as we've been told. So there you go. You know, as crappy as these last four or five months has been, on the other hand, it is a good thing. It's been somewhat, somewhat of a necessary thing because a lot of people are waking up and seeing how bad things really are and demanding change from that. So now we'll go through a last few articles here talking about the scamdemic. This was top story today, big breaking news. The CDC amended their mask guidelines, basically saying that anybody who's fully vaccinated does not need to wear a mask anymore, both indoors and outdoors. It was announced by this completely crazy-looking lady who is heading the CDC right now. And then Joe Biden released the most absolute cringy tweets and videos saying, 
Vaxxed or masked? It's vaxxed or masked. <laughs> what an absolute sociopath. They're telling you how to live your life, dangling the carrot in front of you, saying, well, if you want to take your mask off, go get your shots. That is manipulation at its finest. Total mental and physical abuse right there. <laughs> so much for the freedom that we're supposed to have in this country. So this is happening, this push for the vaccines. Oh, you want to take your mask off? Go get poisoned. While the CDC is advising kids between the ages of 12 and 15 to get their shots. Absolutely terrifying. The gaslighting that's going on to get our kids vaccinated. Oh my God. Be careful with your kids out there, folks. If you have children in those ages, there's going to be a lot of peer pressure from their friends to get those shots. You've got to do all you can to combat that peer pressure. Another story, this one coming out of the military. So the commanding general at Fort Campbell there, which is the uh, 101st Airborne Division, commanding general said that unvaccinated soldiers cannot take pass or leave base if they are unvaccinated and they are considered non-deployable. I don't even know what to say to this. There are some sad, sad folks in our military. That's for sure. The majority of people in the military I fully support, and they are there for what they believe in their heart to be good reasons. Some of the, shall we say, upper echelon, the bureaucrats there in the military, those are the ones I, I don't support that much. And then when commanding officers go and do this, they don't deserve to be in command in any way, shape, or form. That is a mental capacity that I question. <laughs> like, people in the military are taught to take orders, but there's a, there's a fine line. When those orders are no longer smart to take and you just become a pawn, a pawn in the game, right? Sometimes you you shouldn't take those orders. And the last story here, speaking of bribes, my gosh, in Ohio, check this out. The governor there, which most people in Ohio cannot stand that governor, he is having a lottery. Yes, a lottery where for the next five weeks, he's going to choose one winner a week. They have to be vaccinated. They have to be vaccinated. And if they are, they could receive a $1 million prize each week for the next five weeks. This is nuts. He's given out 5 million bucks to five or 1 million bucks to five different people for showing proof of vaccination. The, I mean, how far are they going to go with these bribes? Let's just keep holding out to see how far it really goes. First, it was what? Donuts. Get your Krispy Kremes. Then it was things like beer and weed and gift cards and shit like that. Like, stabbing up the game a little bit. Now, it's a million-dollar lottery. That's absolutely crazy. And I believe this money is coming from coronavirus relief funds as well, if I'm getting that correct. Oh, Holy crap, it's not just a million dollar prizes, but it's also full ride college scholarships. 
Clown world. Clown world in action. My god. What's next? What's what's next? <laughs> How far is it going to go? Let's all say, "Oh yeah, let's get vaccinated." I just I I can't believe it. It's crazy. So, that's all for this one everybody. That is all for this one. Another day of news stories. Some of them just make you facepalm yourself and and shake your head. So, thanks for watching everybody. If you like this video, please subscribe, please like it, please thumbs up it. And if you enjoy the work I do, please consider supporting. Ways to do that will be down there in the description below. I've got some good videos coming up over the next couple of days, some interviews to release, and I will be live on Friday, which is tomorrow or today if you're watching it on Friday. I'll be live on DLive, Twitch, and the Foxhole app at 5 p.m. Pacific. Hope to catch you there, and uh, take care, everybody. See you next time.